Clovis, building a healthy life together. What's up, everybody? Justin Nolt here with another episode of the Clovis Culture Podcast. Today's episode is a very special episode because I am giving you a peek behind the curtain. The audio from today's episode is pulled from a group coaching call inside my private members-only Facebook group, I Am Clovis. I do a group coaching call inside the I Am Clovis Facebook group with all of my paid members each and every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Central. What you're about to hear is a clip from last week's group coaching call. I dug deep into the topic of self-love and specifically body dysmorphia and body image issues. The moment the Facebook Live ended, I knew that I was going to have to make some of this information public. I just had to because the topic is that important and it impacts that many people. I have been extremely public throughout my podcasting career about my own issues with body dysmorphia and self-love, namely how I suck at it. And in this episode, I share a bit more about those struggles and some very proactive measures that I have taken in just the last few weeks that have had a tremendous impact on the way I think about myself and also, maybe more importantly, the way I speak to myself and about myself. Words are extremely powerful. And I'm going to touch on this in this episode. By the end of the episode, you will hear me communicating in real time with some of the live Facebook viewers, many of whom were actually in tears and crying by the end of this episode because the message is that powerful. And that is why I have decided to share it with the general public. I truly hope this episode resonates with you and helps you make some positive changes in your life. If you'd like to be a part of all future group coaching calls, just visit IamClovis.com join. J-O-I-N. Again, that is IamClovis.com slash join. You can also click the link that I have included in the show notes, and you can be on the next group coaching call just as soon as you sign up. I really, really hope to see you on one of my group coaching calls in the future. Until then, enjoy this episode, and be prepared. It might be a bit of a tearjerker. And if it is a tearjerker for you, just remember, this is the exact medicine that you need. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to this podcast and leave me a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. I know that leaving a podcast review can be quite tricky, so I have made this as easy as possible for you. All you have to do is visit ratethispodcast.com slash Clovis. Again, ratethispodcast.com slash Clovis. I've also included this link in the show notes, so you can just click that link and it will show you a list of podcast platforms. Select your favorite podcast platform and you will see step-by-step on-screen instructions for exactly how to leave a podcast review. Each and every review counts. It really, really helps and it truly means the world to me. Thank you. All right, let's get on with the episode. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy. So we're going to dig into some body dysmorphia and self-love stuff now. And we're going to, I'll talk about that for the remainder of this, this episode, because I think it's really important. So I'm going to read this question, which was perfect timing, and then we'll dig in. So the question says, I thought I had come to terms with my body back in 2015. I went from, I hate my body to, I have a body to, I love how strong my body is. Then I fell out of fitness gained a bunch of weight, and started hating my body again. I want to love myself no matter where I am on fitness level. Any suggestions? First things first, before we even talk about body, 
body love is basically on the back burner only behind self-love as a whole. So what you're talking about is I want to love myself regardless of my fitness level, regardless of how my body looks, whatever. That's really a self-love issue, and you need to dig into that. That might take some inner child work. Um, one of my favorite books on this topic ever is called The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. I'll type that here. Mastery of Love is absolutely incredible. I recommend starting with that book. Books like The Mastery of Love, books like Untethered Soul, um, there's an inner child, um, uh, uh, healing your aloneness is an inner child workbook that is really, really interesting. So you need to get to the heart of why you don't love yourself. And the body is just one part of that. And I can talk about this a lot because my biggest struggle in my entire life has been self-love. And on top of that, I think kind of the sitting at the top of my mountain of self-love issues is physique is aesthetics and physique issues. Um, I don't, well, I don't say this anymore. So here's the thing. We're going to, we're going to move it. I'm going to tell you what I've learned over the past weekend. Um, I'm getting much better at loving my body. I'm getting much better, much more accepting, much happier with the way that my body looks. And I am very, very grateful and very, very thankful that I have an amazing body. And I know that I do. And I don't mean that from an aesthetic physiques arrogance thing. I mean, I can do strict muscle ups. I'm a purple belt in jujitsu. I can lift heavy weights. I don't get tired going upstairs. I can do all the things that I want to do in this life. I'm capable of doing, right? All these cool, I can do handstands and all this kind of cool stuff, right? And not only that, but my body is responsible for everything I do, whether it's drinking or hugging or loving or looking my eyeballs. I look out and I see these mountains where the sun is almost down. It's orange and pink and purple, and it's amazing. I can see that and I can enjoy that because of my body, because my body is amazing. So how could I say a term like I hate my body? It doesn't actually make any sense. When you stop and think about it, it's, a, it's an ass backwards way of looking at things because it might be appropriate if I'm 300 pounds it might be appropriate for me to say, I really don't like the fact that I'm so overweight and I would really like to change that. But the word choice is extremely important because there's a huge difference between saying, I don't like the fact that I'm overweight and saying, I hate my body. That is a very, very problematic thing for you to say to yourself, whether you're saying it silently in your head, whether you're saying it in the mirror, whether you're saying it to other people or whatever, this is a really bad thing. And I'm going to share a very vulnerable personal story with you here in a second. Um, but I just want to dig into it's important to try to feel grateful for your body no matter what that takes. So, again, it's like you eat food and you get energy. That's amazing. That's pretty cool. Like I get to pick up my kid if I have a kid and like hug him. And I get to hug my husband. We, we get to have sex. Holy crap. Like the greatest thing of all time. Right. We get to do that. We get to breathe fresh air. We get to, again, see the sunset, whatever. We get to drive our cars like everything you do is only happening because you have this amazing meat suit that is your body. So it's quite easy to reframe things and try to be grateful for your body. But when you're being grateful for your body, you need to believe it and you need to feel it. So you have to choose things that are appropriate. So, again, if I go back to the example of a 300 pound person. You guys know I'm a huge fan of daily affirmations. I say daily affirmations in my cold shower each and every day. Affirmations are one of the most powerful things I've ever found in this life. It literally starts to make you feel like your life is a video game and you can make anything happen. It's insane. I'm like yet to have an affirmation that has not come true. There's some crazy affirmation stuff happening with me here that brought me to Colorado. It's insane. Affirmations are crazy, but you got to believe them. 
you have to believe the affirmations and you have to feel them. This is a big problem because if you take someone who's 300 pounds and they're standing in a mirror and they're doing daily affirmations and they're saying, I love my six pack abs that I have, that is getting way too into the woo woo, into the spiritual. It's like, it's, it's, it's such a far fetched thing that they can't actually connect with. So they likely do not believe it. And this is where the woo woo stuff comes right back in because you can go out into the universe and you can put energy out and you can put thoughts and feelings out into the world, things that you want, things that you want to have, things that you want to be grateful for. But if you don't believe it, it's really problematic because if you don't believe it, it can have an opposite effect and it can really hurt you. Because if you're 300 pounds and you're saying, I'm so grateful for these beautiful six pack abs, you don't believe that. You don't actually believe that and it's going to hurt you because it's always only going to remind you each and every day how far off you are actually from that goal and it's going to be quite defeating. So that's a really, really big deal. So now I wanna dig back into this, this self-hatred thing what do you say? I need to read this book. Such a fantastic little book. Yes, it's incredible. Oh, wait, someone else talking? No. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting confused. There we go. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the, the big thing that happened with me this weekend is, so there's a picture on my Instagram. If you uh, go to at Justin Nault, that's my personal Instagram. Um, so I'll share this with you. Instagram.com slash Justin Nault. If you guys don't follow me there, you should, even though I really don't post anything. I pretty much just post on Clovis all the time. Um, but yeah, Instagram.com slash Justin Alt. There we go. Got it. So you can go there and you can see in my story right now, there's a picture of me and my roommates at the Creek. Now, um, you're going to see how shredded my roommates are, right? Ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. Now I have been more shredded or less shredded in my life over time and I've never liked it. So I'm going to talk now. I'm, I'm now ditching this language because of these amazing conversations I've had this weekend. Um, but I'm going to have to talk in that kind of crappy language to tell you where I was even just leading up to this past weekend. Um, I have never liked my body. And I used to say things all the time like I hate my body. Always. You guys probably know my story. I was a fat kid growing up. I've had some really weird things said to me throughout my life that have really stuck with me and have really triggered me in a way where I can't see myself the way other people see me. Um, so I'll give you guys a fun fact here. If you follow me on Instagram, you will see me on gymnastics rings or doing pull-ups or lifting weights or whatever. And I don't have a shirt on because a lot of times I don't train with a shirt on uh, when I'm doing these garage gym videos and things like that. The only reason why I post those videos is because they make me so uncomfortable. It makes me want to throw up. I'm not kidding. Um, I, I love my body now, okay? But <laughs> up until this conversation, I really used to say, I don't like my body. I don't like my body. I hate my body. I hate the way that I look. I don't like how I look. My physique sucks. I'm too hairy. I'm too this. I'm too that. It was really, really awful. Um, so me posting those kinds of things on Instagram is me purposefully taking myself out of my comfort zone. Um, I was pretty well triggered recently where uh, someone I was talking to said, you post those videos on Instagram to show off. And I was like, if you only knew how ridiculous what you just said is, it would blow your mind. If you could step into my mind for a millisecond, you'd be like, oh my God, I am so sorry that I said that to you. Because me doing that on Instagram is me literally fighting with myself and challenging myself for personal growth every day because I wanna love my body and I wanna be proud of my body and I wanna be proud of the things that my body can do. So 
this weekend I was talking to those roommates. So if you go to Instagram, click on the stories, you're going to see my super shredded roommates. And I was talking to them, um, uh, Matt and Daniel in particular, I was having this conversation with, and I had said to Daniel, um, I said, yeah, I've always hated my body. I just, no matter what I do, I hate my body. And he looked at me and he said, he smiled. I was like, why is he smiling at me? Like, is this funny? Like what's happening? And he goes, I don't believe you. <laughs> That's a, I was like, looking around, I was like, what? I was like, I was like, no, man, like, I'm telling you, like, this is a real thing. Like, I have hated my body my whole life. He goes, I don't believe you. I was like, what? And he's like, subconsciously, that can't be true. He's like, there's no way you can hate your body. He's like, you're choosing the wrong terminology. And this is where we got into this real big discussion that was really amazing for me of just thinking, I'm thankful for my body like 99.9% .9 of the time. And then it's like I get in the mirror and I start, oh, my six pack. I can only see four abs today. I can't see six abs today. And like, I have my pecs are too big. Like what, dude, your muscles are too, like, what the, what are you talking about? Right? So I start doing this weird thing where I'm like getting this weird little body dysmorphia mode. And I don't like these things. I want to change all these things about my body, but do I actually hate my body? No, I couldn't be here. Like I talk with my hands a lot. I like watching the videos of me on Instagram. I talk with my hands and I think I'm really funny and I make funny faces and I'm this character guy. Like I love my body. My body's awesome. It lets me do amazing, incredible things. Right. Um, I can say things like, I, I wish that I had a little less body fat. I can say that. That's okay. I can say that without like damaging my psyche in a very drastic way. So the words that you choose are really, really important. So I started doing, um, there's another amazing girl here that lives here. Her name is Stephanie. And um, I was talking to her about how to speak affirmations and the different ways to do these affirmations to make sure you really believe them. So it's not, it's just this thing of like, if I want to have a better physique, I can say things that I believe. Like I have you know, in, if you're someone in my shoes where like I'm at this level of body fat, I can say like I have six pack abs and I can kind of believe that because they're pretty much there. So but she was saying like you have to lean into this stuff with these affirmations and just kind of say like I am super grateful and I am so thankful that I have X, Y, Z. I am so grateful that my body moves the way that I want it to. I'm so grateful that my body allows me to do things that I love to do. It allows me to kayak. It allows me to go hiking. It allows me to play with my grandkids. It allows me to drive my car so I can go to work and I can make money. It allows me to taste food. It allows me to you know, see the mountains and really feeling that gratitude. So this has really expanded my affirmations practice to make sure that as I'm speaking these affirmations, I'm actually feeling what I'm saying and I'm embodying what I'm saying rather than saying like, I, Justin, will have blah, I can say like, I, Justin, am incredibly thankful. I'm beyond grateful. And it feels so good knowing that I already have X, right? That's a whole different way to do an affirmation. So this is the problem with, with terminologies and word choice. We get into these real issues with word choice of I hate my body. So that's something where I think you can actually, on an energetic level, if we get deep into the woo-woo, right? If we get deep, deep into the woo-woo and you say, Every single day you look in the mirror and you go, I hate my body, or you think I hate my body. Well, there's going to be a weird intention and belief surrounding every bite of food that you put in your body that day. You're going to be thinking, is this Clovis? Should I really be eating this, this much red meat? Justin said I need to eat more red meat, but my doctor said I need to eat more chicken. All right, now I'm eating chicken, but is this too much chicken? Because Justin said that I need to eat some red meat. And okay, now Justin said I can have sardines. That's weird. Like, am I going to eat sardines? Really? Am I going to eat sardines? Maybe. And then, uh-oh, I'm at work and they have cupcakes because it's someone's birthday. Oh my God. Uh, I just ate a cupcake. Oh my God, I just ate a cupcake. This is terrible. I just ruined the whole week. I'm, I'm a fat piece of shit and I hate my body. Boom, there you go. It's like you, you're stepping into the world each and every day with the subconscious thought that you hate your body. Therefore, every single thing that you do, the intention and belief behind everything you do is going to be a problem. 
So I'm a firm believer in getting to a point where as long as we're choosing, you know, whole foods that exist in nature, eat whole foods, change the world, as long as you're doing that 80 to 90% of the time, I really think you're going to be okay. Now, if you have some drastic dream, you're 300 pounds and you have an autoimmune condition and you want to fix things, yeah, we got to get you locked down solid and we got to get your body back to a healthy place. But when you're in an even remotely healthy place, just getting the 80 to 90% down, eat whole foods, change the world type stuff is really important. The rest of the time, intention and belief is drastically important. I've talked to you guys about this a million times, right? If I have a glass of wine, if I'm sitting down with Jackie, right? Jackie's a dear friend. If Jackie's in my living room in Nashville and I open a bottle of dry farm wines and I pour us each a glass of wine and I sip this glass of wine, sniff it, hold up to my mouth, sip it, and I, I go into drinking that glass of wine, I know that the intention and belief behind that glass of wine is I'm about to have a really positive experience. I love talking to Jackie. She's freaking awesome. I love biodynamic wine and I love how one to two glasses makes me feel a little bit loose and really want to get animated and talk about some big things and we want to dive deep into conversations and maybe go deeper than we normally would without one glass of wine, right? That's probably a very good glass of wine for my health. If you really stop and think about it, I'm participating in community in a way. I'm going into a positive experience. I'm expanding my mind with deep conversation. I'm in community with somebody that I love. I'm uh, making a pretty healthy choice with the biodynamic wine itself. And everything about this experience is now positive. Now, I'm a firm believer, this is where it gets really woo-woo, that I think that that belief and intention actually changes the way my biochemistry behaves in my body. The physiological response to that glass of wine is likely going to be beneficial for me. And this is why you see centenarians living over 100 years old all around the world that smoke cigarettes and they drink alcohol every day. They drink wine, they drink whiskey, right? But now let's flip the script. Let's say I'm an alcoholic and I've been suffering with alcoholism for a long time. I'm a little bit depressed. I got these, this addictive personality. That glass of wine, same glass of wine, same biodynamic glass of wine, even if I'm sitting in a room with, with a friend and, and I'm an alcoholic, right? The intention, the belief that I have going into that glass of wine is probably going to make it very, very bad for my health because alcoholics struggle with these things. They have these codependency issues. They have addiction issues. They have all of these things. So me going into that setting as Justin right now, sipping that glass of wine, that glass of wine is likely very good for my health in that setting with that intention and that belief. Whereas an alcoholic having that glass of wine, that same exact glass of wine, the same exact molecules, the same exact thing going into their body could have a very, very negative response in their health. It could be very, very bad for them, but the same glass of wine can be very, very healthy for somebody else. What's the difference there? Intention and belief. So if you walk around all day saying, I hate my body, how are you gonna feel about every single bite of food that goes into your body? If you hate your body, you're obsessing over what you eat always. You're obsessing about the number of calories, the macros, the amount of fat, the amount of carbohydrates, right? You're obsessing over this thing. And it's going to put poor intention and poor belief into everything you eat because you're going, I hate my body. You're, you're spinning this in your brain into no matter what I do, I hate my body. Therefore, every piece of food I take in today is shit and I hate it and this sucks and nothing's ever going to get better. So this is a subconscious programming that you're doing in your head. That's crazy. Choosing things, choosing words is very important because if you, if you wake up every day and you say, I love my body, I love this incredible machine, holy crap, like I love it. I've been doing Clovis. I can run a little bit more. I'm a little bit more flexible. I don't get winded carrying my groceries into the house. Like this Justin guy seems to know what he's talking about. This is pretty crazy. Like I, I think I really love my body. And then you look and go, huh, I wish I had a little less body fat. 
Like I got a little bit of a little bit of body fat. I should work on that. Now you're going into your day with the subconscious belief that you love your body and you just kind of want to lose a little bit of fat. Now, all of a sudden, it's easier to eat the ribeye steak and it's easier to eat the chicken and it's easier to drink your new Clovis complete collagen superfood, right? It's easier to do all these things or do the cold, the cold exposure because you know that cold showers help you burn body fat, right? But you're going into it saying like, I love my body. And I also want to try this experiment where I lose a little bit of body fat. That'd be really cool. And that'd probably feel really good as well. So now the cold shower is easier and eating Clovis is easier. But what people do is they get in this thing where I hate my body. And then every single piece of food they see throughout the day, doesn't matter what I do. I hate my body. It's never going to get better. Fuck it. I'm going to eat the Dr. Pe I'm going to drink the Dr. Pepper. I'm going to eat the donut. I'm going to eat the Doritos. I'm going to eat the cinnamon rolls. I'm just saying that to piss Jackie off. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it becomes this thing where you really go into each and every decision every day with super low energy, super negative energy. That's insane. It's insane. And it's going to break you because I'm sitting here like, and I get around certain guys like my roommates with ridiculous shredded 12 pack abs. And I know, and they know we've had the, the conversation. Like I eat more strict than all of them. Like I have the strictest diet. I probably have the strictest, most strictest, most regimented fitness protocol of any of them. You know, I was training with one, with, uh, with one of my roommates last night. We did an hour and a half calisthenics workout, really hard workout. And halfway through, he cracked a beer, started drinking a beer during the workout. I was like, Oh, like my, my brain, I don't know. I, I, I can't do something like that. Like I'm like so meticulous about everything. Right. But then for some reason, there's this, this issue where I still don't like, I have a little bit of little smush of body fat on my abs that really pisses me off. But up until this moment in this time, in this, this weekend where I had this conversation with these guys, I told myself every day that I hated my body and I just had to get used to that. And I spoke it out loud to people. When I talk to people like you, when I talk to people on the podcast, I talk to my parents, my friends, like, oh, yeah, no matter what I do, I hate my body. I have body dysmorphia. It's terrible, right? And that's the problem with these fucking labels that we put on everything. Like, I have body dysmorphia. I have anxiety. I have depression. It's all bullshit, everybody. I'm sorry. I don't like labels. If you think you have anxiety, you just have not learned how to identify individual emotions. You don't know how to identify them, and you don't know how to breathe through them and let them happen because you have the cop-out blanket statement of anxiety. If you're feeling anxiety, you're probably feeling anger, fear, shame, guilt. You're feeling real feelings, but you do this blanket statement of like, it's a feeling I don't like, anxiety, right? And that's what I was doing is like this, yeah, I can do muscle-ups. I can lift 450 pounds. I can, I'm a purple belt in jujitsu. I can run fast, blah, 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 blah. But I have body dysmorphia. And I gave myself this label like I have a fucking mental disorder that I can't recover from. And that it's so bad. Like the words we choose are so fucking powerful. Like, and I need everyone to, to understand how powerful this is because it's I was dealing with a, a very close friend the other day and we were having really like really heartfelt, like tear jerking conversations about her crippling anxiety since she was 18. And we had this real long talk and I said, I don't know how to tell you this. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to hit you with this. You don't have anxiety. You're afraid all the time. What you're feeling is fear. And she hit me back and was just like, oh my God, that just hit me like a freight train. I've never thought about that. I always just thought I had this terrible anxiety. She's like, but every time I think about it, like I'm going into a business networking setting and I have anxiety and I'm going out to meet some new friends and I have anxiety and I'm going to the gym to work out and there's other people there and I have anxiety. It's not anxiety. It's fear. You have fear. You're not comfortable in your own fucking skin and you got to figure that out. You got to figure that out first or the anxiety is never going to go away.
you constantly have a fear. And for most people, it's fear of judgment. That's really what anxiety is. It's like, I'm going to screw this up. I'm going to do it wrong. And someone's going to see me do it wrong. And it's going to be a problem. I'm the worst mom ever. And my mom is going to tell me about it. And my husband's mom is going to tell me about it. And my sister is going to tell me about it. I have anxiety. You have fear, right? So that's the thing that, that I had to find in myself is these labels, like that label of body dysmorphia. I was doing myself a massive disservice. And I want you guys to hold me accountable, right? I will always hold you accountable. If you are somebody who is cheating on your diet and I'm coaching you behind the scenes and you try to get on this video and say, I'm doing everything perfect, Justin, how come I don't lose weight? I'm going to go, fuck that. You don't follow your nutrition plan at all. You shouldn't have posted that here in this comment because I'm going to call you out. That's crazy. You need to be held accountable for your actions. I want to be held accountable for my actions. If you guys hear me on the podcast say I hate my body or I have severe body, body, body dysmorphia or blah, 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 call me on that shit because I don't want to talk that way anymore. Okay? I don't want to talk that way anymore, and I'm making a fucking choice to not talk that way anymore. So that's what that's what I'm going to do going forward. And um, yeah, there's some some even some practices and stuff that I'm going to do going forward to change that to change that thought process to change the behaviors. And you know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised if like a month from now I have shredded six pack abs just from this one decision. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised because that's that's how this stuff works. You put that energy out into the world and you believe it. And you shift that mindset, things really change. So it's like I've been working for 34 years to try to get shredded, right? And I've been shredded at times. I've been more shredded than not and less shredded than not, whatever. Um, but what if all of a sudden just a month from now I'm more shredded than I've ever been? It's just because I changed the fucking words that I use. I mean that's crazy, right? And I would not be surprised by that whatsoever. I wouldn't be surprised by that whatsoever. I think there are a lot of people in Clovis, a lot of people in the world who are just I hate my body and I'm fat. That's the line. I hate my body and I'm fat. And then they see girls in a bikini and they go, that's not for me. That's for somebody else. And that's not for me, right? It's all this broken belief system. We talked in the last group coaching call, we talked about havingness, you know, havingness versus not havingness. What do you think you deserve? I've really spoken very negatively. You guys know this from the pendulum swing, these Just Justin episodes and everything where I like, I, I've had really negative self-talk my whole life and I want to change that. And I'm working to change it right now. And I promise you, I'm going to change it. It doesn't mean it's always going to be perfect. It doesn't mean I'm not going to slip back into my old ways sometimes. It doesn't mean I'm going to look in the mirror and be super excited about my abs every single day, right? But it does mean I'm going to make the effort to change. Anytime I'm going to change, I do it. Think about it. I mean, you can go back to the podcast. Like, I think it was a year and a half ago. And you're like, I, and it was like, I really want to get a, a very slow, strict ring muscle up. Well, now there's videos of me doing that online. This is the way that I operate. It probably, it took me over a year to get that strict ring muscle up. It took me over a year. Sometimes I worked at it hard. Sometimes I slacked off. It took me over a year, but I hit the goal, right? And now if you, no stretching, no nothing, no warm up. If you just hand me a gymnastics ring somewhere, I can just dead hang and pull up into a strict muscle up and do it. Go, oh, look at that. That's crazy. Like I did that thing. Now it's nothing to me, right? But it's a belief system. Now I know I can do it. I believe that I can do that. And when I say I'm going to do something, I'm always going to at least try to progress and get better at it. Do I think I'm going to be perfect at self-love moving forward? Do I think I'm never going to go, oh, man, I really don't like how I look right now. Damn it. And get upset and then catch myself and go, oh, dude, don't talk to yourself like that. Your body's amazing, man. Like, look at your biceps. You like your biceps? Cool. Hey, there, there's something you like. Let's be grateful. You know, I can shift myself out of that mindset as long as I know I'm actively working on this. I'm actively working on the goal, making process, making progress towards self-love self-acceptance and absolutely loving my body. So I'm here to tell you guys that today, right now, I love my body. I absolutely love my body. I like how I look in this shirt. Huh, huh. I really do. Cool. Right. Awesome. There we go. I can be grateful for that. Perfect.
So that's the thing. It's like find things that you believe that you can say that you believe and start from there. What are you grateful for that your body has done? Most of you watching this should be grateful that you fucking produced humans that are alive and breathing and you can talk to them and and you grew it. What? <laughs> that's the craziest thing ever. That's the craziest thing ever. And this is this twisted, demented thing that we do in modern society too. It's like, how fast can you get the baby weight off? And I'm like, your body just did the most amazing thing in the world. That's a miracle. You just did a miracle. You have superpowers. <laughs> like you did something that is the craziest shit we've ever discovered in the world ever. That's the craziest thing. You made the most advanced, complicated thing in the known universe. You made it in your body and you pushed it out into existence. And then it becomes this thing six months later. Oh my God, I hate my body. I hate my body right now. It's so gross. And like your kid is there next to you, like hugging you going like, I love you, mommy. And you're like, I hate my body. I just hate my body. It's so gross. I'm like, what? That is, that is such a twisted mindset when you really stop and think about it and reframe it. Guys, all that my Clovis work has become in really the last year is me trying to get people to see the world through different lenses, right? I talk about career being recession proof, all these things, everything. I talk about everything, parenting, everything under the sun. And I try to get you guys to just take like at the doctor's office, right? Like, the, Let's try this one. How's this one look? Okay, let's try this one. Boom. How's this one look? Oh, a little better. Boom. How's this one look? Cool. This one's better. Boom. boom. Like, you're at the eye doctor, right? That's what we're trying to do. Just look at things through different lenses. And as you do that and you have those thoughts, thought experiments, everything gets better. Literally, everything gets better. So that's it. Just try to practice those things. I'm going to read some comments here and see what we got. Let's see. Yeah, validating labels. I don't drink Dr. Pepper anymore. Relax, been almost two months. Oh yeah, I just used Dr. Pepper as an example. You definitely, you put Dr. Pepper in my head 100% and I'm always gonna talk about it. Same way I'm always gonna talk about Jackie cinnamon rolls because Dr. Pepper and cinnamon rolls are fantastic examples to use on these calls. And I like it because every time I take a little poke at you, you remember not to drink Dr. Pepper. So not gonna relax, probably gonna keep doing it. <laughs> these are the exact words I needed today. That's awesome. What else we got? Okay, I'm going to scroll up a little bit more. Here we go. Jenna, I needed to hear this today. I've been in a crap place mentally, even eating Clovis. I've been hating on myself. This was a reminder I needed. Be kind. Yes, be kind to yourself. Absolutely. Remind yourself all the things you love about yourself every single day. Stephanie, okay, so I think about my six-pack abs while eating brownies. Got it. No, don't make me reach through the screen and do bad things to you, okay? Jenny, this is a lot like what the bleep do we know with the plants experiment. Oh yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. The plant. If you guys don't know what that is, uh, Google what what Jenny's talking about. The what the bleep do we know? Look up the plant experiment. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. So I would I would dig into that if I, if I were you guys. I won't go into the whole experiment they did, but it was very cool. These are the exact words I needed. My Jackie, my legacy. Yep. Sorry. Yes. Throw out the validating labels. Validating labels. I love that you use the word validating labels because it's so funny. I mean, I particularly that, that one friend that I was dealing with with anxiety, it was just like, no matter how good we were doing, no matter how wonderful her self-growth was getting, no matter how much she was progressing, it always became this, yeah, but I have anxiety. It's crazy. Don't put that label on yourself. I don't believe in anxiety. I don't believe in depression. Sorry, I, I, I just don't, right? I don't think that there's any depression that is not fixable. I don't think that that's a thing. So sorry, right? And we, and I know it's not a chemical imbalance in the brain. And anybody who wants to debate me on that, good fucking luck. You're not going to have a good time with that one. But it, it's, it's just, it's not a chemical imbalance in the brain, but we slap this label on things. It's like, for most people, if I think you're dealing with depression, you're living without purpose. 
And if you, if you say, well, that's not true. My kids are my purpose. My husband is my purpose. And you're still depressed. Then you haven't found your purpose yet because you wouldn't be depressed if you found it hundred percent. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying feeling sad doesn't suck. It's very terrible and it's very hard for people. It's very traumatic and it's very hard to overcome for sure. But you just need to know how to look in the right place. It's the same thing like, like AA. There is nothing worse to me than the fact that AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, tells people that you're an alcoholic for the rest of your life. I can't think of something dumber than that. I, I honestly like, and I know that the program has done a lot of good. It's helped a lot of people, but these fucking labels, man, it is so crazy. Like I, I'm just like, no, I know people firsthand that have been like, bottom of the barrel alcoholics who have reversed it with the right kind of treatment and now can actually drink responsibly. What? Oh my God. No, they're an alcoholic for life. You know, it's just, no, you're looking in the wrong place. You're looking through the wrong lens. You got to try on different lenses before you decide what is right and what's wrong. For some people, Alcoholics Anonymous is great and they want to be an alcoholic for the rest of their life and they want to get the chips and do all the thing. Killer. If that works for you, go. Keep going. It's amazing. That's what you need, right? But it doesn't mean it's right for everybody. So anyway, I just like different lenses. This net needs to be a just Justin episode. Everyone needs to hear this. Cool. Yeah, we can pull this into one. Hey, Jackie. Ding, ding. Did you hear that? Let's pull this one. Do some stuff with it. <laughs> uh, Mike, I don't want to go there, but your chat just hit me. I won't explain. You probably already know. Great for you, Chief. Much love. Damn, man. Fucking tears out of nowhere, dog. I have no idea. Yeah, man. Um, well, I'm here for you, brother. And you know that I love you. You know that I want you to be happy. And I told you that dead to your face through a camera, you know, because we've had a lot of calls together. But um, I tell you all the time, Mike, I just want you to be happy, man. That's it. I want you to be happy. So what gets you there? Skip anything that doesn't get you there. Negative self-talk is never going to get you there. Beating up on yourself is never going to get there. Feeling badly about yourself, thinking bad thoughts about yourself, it's never going to get there. So start with the things that you're grateful for. Like, Mike, you got an amazing relationship, man. Start there. Like, thank, thank the universe for your amazing relationship every day. Thank the universe that your body is able to keep you on your feet for like fucking 12 hours a day or whatever you do, cooking and doing crazy things. Like, that's amazing. Your body does what it needs to do. Thank it. You know what I mean? Every time you hug your fiance or, or, or wife or wherever you guys are at in your relationship now, but every time, yeah, fiance, I think, but every time you hug her, just think like, I can only feel the depth of this hug because of my body. I love this thing. I love this body. And then you can go, I got a little bit, got a little bit of chub there that I could get rid of. Let me try to tackle that. That seems cool, but I'm going to tackle that. I'm going to get rid of that fat because I love my body so much that I want my body to feel the best it can feel. So we're going to start from that framing. That's a total reframe. It's amazing, right? Such an important conversation. Gina, I think we can all benefit from this. Thank you. So many humans. Yes. Yep. I produce an amazing human being. I'm seriously ugly crying right now. Yes. This is why we come here, ladies and gentlemen. This is why we do these calls. This is why I say these things to you. I want you to ugly cry. Everybody needs a new ugly cry. Hey, you guys want me to share something with you real hard? All right. Um, just because two people have now admitted to me that they're crying. Um, I'm going to share something with you that happened to me this last week. And then I'm going to, then I'm going to leave it alone. I'll leave you guys sitting with that. Right. First, I want to touch on this. Uh, it works. Keep it up. Um, Jackie, other people can't be a purpose. 100% other people cannot be your purpose. Thanks, bro. Mike. Awesome. Yeah, brother. Yeah, true. Already the plan boss. Thank you, Jackie. All right. So I'm gonna leave you guys with this. Um, I had about a 16 hour drive out here. So it was, um, I keep saying 18 hours, but it's because of the number eight, it was eight hours, both days. I split it into two days. So it was a 16 hour, hour drive out here. And you guys know, I've had this tumultuous relationship with music. Um, I've been a musician for 17 plus years playing 300 shows a year. Um, you know, I know Jackie fully understands the depths of what I have done to my soul through music, literally. Um, yeah, I'll be careful here because I, I will legit like start crying right now talking about this. But um, so I walked away from the music industry hard. I re rejected the music industry hard and um, stopped playing music, stopped playing instruments in my house, all those kinds of things. So I was driving out here. I was like, I got I got 16 hours. So it was day one of the drive. 
and I pulled up Spotify. I highly recommend you guys do the same thing that I'm about to tell you, but uh, I never do this, right? I pulled up Spotify and I searched my own name. I just went Spotify, Justin Nult, and I clicked on my artist page and I hit shuffle play and um, shuffled every song that I've ever released on Spotify. And I listened to them all and ugly cried the whole time. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is, uh, this is really intense. This is an incredible thing that I'm experiencing here. And I forgot that, um, you know, I don't care what anybody, uh, how anybody thinks or feels about what I'm about to say. I am very talented. I was a very talented musician. I am a very talented musician. And I was listening to these tracks and it blew my mind that I made them. I literally was just sitting there thinking, how did I do this? Like this album, it's just me, like my original album, like this is incredible. And I could remember sitting in the studio doing it. I remember the feeling of writing those songs. I remember the feeling of recording them and producing them and all these things. I remember filming my YouTube videos. I remember sitting in my living room, like editing the videos before I released these things. I remember clicking the submit button to spit them out to Spotify and distribution and everything. I remembered all those emotions and I was like, this is an incredible thing that I can do. <laughs> this is an incredible thing that I can do with my hands and my mouth, and my vocal cords. Like what the hell is this thing? This is crazy. This is crazy. And I had this like tremendous gratitude for that. And it was really amazing. So I want to share that with you guys. Um, I think all that to say that ugly crying is, is an amazing thing to do sometimes. So if you get off here and you, um, get some good ugly cries in, then, then I'm, I'm glad. I think I've done my job. Jenny. Yes. Finally, you realized this. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, that's been really hard. I mean, I will listen to you know, or if you guys really want something cool, like just go to, um, all right, go to youtube.com. If you haven't done this slash Justin Nault, go to youtube.com slash Justin Nault and watch the main video there on that channel. That's a video for my song puppet. Watch that music video. Cause I watched that music video the other day and was like, what is this? Who is this guy? This is insane. This thing's freaking awesome. I was like, this is incredible. I've never seen anything like this. This is like the coolest video ever. The Nashville ballets in it and like puppets everywhere. I was like, this is crazy. This is the coolest shit ever, right? And um, yeah, I just felt a lot of gratitude. And it's amazing how when we get hard on ourselves, when we really get hard. Oh, my mama's in here. Hey, mama. And she, I called her after my ugly crying, by the way, to tell her that I listened to my music and got emotional. Um, but yeah, it's just this really crazy thing that it just – it just hit me where I was like, wow, it's amazing that in that moment I can be so fed up and I can feel so negatively about something that I will reject such an amazing gift, right? Such an amazing gift, such an amazing life that I was given through music. Everything that I have built in my life was built around music. My house, bought it with music. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like this crazy stuff. My whole life has been music. So it's just been really, really awesome to be able to to kind of take a step back from that. I needed the time away. I definitely needed the time away. I did. I needed some space and separation from music, but I'm happy to be there. All that to say is just, guys, sometimes I ugly cry too, and it's amazing. And I think you should ugly cry whenever you can, assuming that it's beneficial, right? Hey, Stevie, Jenna, it's so good. Thank you so much. Jackie, so cool. Thank you. Gina, love that video. It's fantastic. Thank you very much. That means a lot to me. Yes, I love the human I produced as well. You should, Tanya. That's amazing. All right, guys, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go, um, I think I'm going to go sip some biodynamic wine with my roommates and chat about some really cool business ideas that we will share with you going forward as well. Lots of stuff happening. So um, awesome. I love you guys. Have a great night. Bye. What's up, everybody? Justin here again. I really, really hope that that message resonated with you and that it has you rethinking the way you talk about yourself and rethinking the way you think about your body not just your body, but really every aspect of yourself. How do you speak to yourself? How do you think about yourself when you look in the mirror? And how can you change those things with daily practices to make sure that things improve over time?
If there's one core message that I really want to get across with this episode, it is the power of the words that we choose. Your words paint your reality. Always remember that. For many people, step one on their journey toward better health and wellness is simply forgiving themselves and loving themselves. So many people get so frustrated and disappointed with the fact that they've let themselves get to a point where they are currently in a pretty unhealthy state. But that's really not helpful. We need to forgive ourselves. We need to love ourselves. We need to move on and work toward a brighter future. If that sounds big and scary and daunting to you, I'm here for you. I know with 100% certainty that I can change your life because I've done it for well over 2,000 people. 50 pounds in eight weeks, 20 pounds in 14 days, 100 pounds in six months, you name it, I have a client who has done it. And I would love to help you achieve the same incredible results. If you'd like to work with me, all you have to do is visit IamClovis.com slash start. Again, IamClovis.com slash start. Get your hands on a custom nutrition plan and get rid of all the guesswork. Most people are flailing around, trying to find as much information as they can online, hoping that this diet will be the diet for them, and I want to help you skip all of that bullshit and get you the results that you deserve. What you need is an expert with a massive list of success stories, and that's exactly what I'm here to offer you. Again, just go to IamClovis.com slash start and forget about all this guesswork. Get a customized plan for you and your individual needs that will help you crush your goals. I cannot wait to work with you and change your life. Until then, be kind to yourself. Look in the mirror every day and just remind yourself that you love yourself. Thank you so much for listening.